Peace and blessings, good people, and welcome to Fathership, a podcast on fatherhood in 20. Today, I am your host, Fleming. And I'm Miss Vaughn. And today, um, we got my folks, my family back uh, here. You got to goodie. You know, for what's going to be probably a conversation that's, you know, it should be heard. It may piss some people off, but fuck it. It is what it is. Um, y'all know how why would we you, Why would you even start the intro like that? Like, oh, this is going to piss I, because, you off? It, no, like, I'm <laughs> starting. Start, you know why? You I'm really going to tell you why. I'm yeah, yeah, but I'm telling I'm gonna tell you why. I'm because we're talking about um something that's a, that's a, that we deal with. You know how we always say like, you know, we we don't want to, you know, we want to talk about or have those conversations that are the difficult conversations to have because people don't want to really talk about it, right? So in in that in that in that category falls like child support, right? In that category falls like you know the other parent if it, if, if you co-parenting, you know what I'm saying? Because nobody wants to have those conversations. Why? Because then would it may be looked at? I might say something petty. It's my truth because of my experience with the person, right? But if I say it, it may piss somebody off, right? I.e. nine times out of ten, the person that I'm probably talking about, you know, in that situation, you know, who then is going to be in their feelings. They're going to go back and tell their friends who who going to be, be the yes men and whatnot, right? That's going to be the ride or die folks for them. And then now they pissed at you, you know, because you said X, Y, and Z about so-and-so. And that's not their experience. So they're mad at you really because they're speaking toward their experience and their experience is not my experience with them. Because why? Because I'm the one over here that's the actual co-parent and has to deal with the situation. Right. <laughs> so that's why I'm sitting there saying like, OK, it may piss some people off, possibly, maybe, but. Hopefully, hopefully this round robin to... and you still haven't gotten to. No, but I'm just saying, <laughs> hopefully it'll lead to some people having some real conversations, you know, and okay. taking a look at their situation. So, you know, and for that, I simply say <laughs> we welcome my boy G, you know, back to the show. Welcome, Olas, sir. Olas. <laughs> Thank you. Hello. How y'all doing? We're yeah. gonna work on giving you a Happy better intro because that just was not it. Like we're gonna work. No, on that was good. I worried about it for a second. Right? It really nah, wasn't. Nothing, nothing to be worried about. Nothing to be worried about. So, um, again, welcome back. Um, you know, ironically enough, um, you know, um, my big sister Stacy, who we've had on the show before. And say to pretty much explain how we got here. Like she called me basically with literally the same situation that you and I then ended up talking about. I think either either before, like yeah, I think you and I talked about it before because you were telling me about your conversation with your daughter, and then she followed up with it with the issue with or having the same basically as an idea. She's like, oh, y'all should talk about so-and-so. Da, 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 da. And I was like, huh, that's interesting because I just had this conversation. So let's go ahead and make this happen. So here we are. Right. <laughs> here we Your are. wish is my command. Right. So um, so today we are talking about uh, what it is, how, how it is that your children, when they start to exhibit the behavior or behaviors of your 
ex or the other parent or you know the other co-parent have it is just you want to want whatever your, your label is the pc today. let's let's um, just say the your co-parent your co-partner let's just that's fine we'll say we'll that. say your, your co-parent <laughs> so um so i'm gonna go ahead and let let g start start off with his lived experience and uh we'll go from there okay okay um well i will I will definitely tell you, I mean, it, it is, it's a natural progression, especially when it comes to kids, because kids are made up of, you know, two parents and those two parents, you know, from a DNA perspective contribute. So it is inevitable that they are going to exhibit some character traits like you or like, you know, your ex or whatever. Right. The problem comes in when you notice the behaviors that they are exhibiting are some of the behaviors that caused problems between you and that individual while you were in a relationship with them. Facts. That is an extremely, as a parent, tough circumstance to be in because you know what your buttons are. You know what your issues are. You know what your conflicts are. So when you have your kid displaying these things that you know are not good for you, but you have to remember the commitment is different. Right. Whereas in that relationship, you can choose to walk away from it. You can't really walk away from parenthood. So I acknowledge the fact that you are getting on my damn nerves because (laughs) you act like this or you say that, you know, but I can't, it's not like I can completely disown you for it but there's nothing wrong with as a parent if i need a kid time out either oh no i think that is very much that is required and it's when it becomes a bit too much or when i definitely feel is for that single parent who doesn't have you can't do a whole time out like You can't tag somebody and be like, hey, I need you to come get this because, I'm sorry, not this. I need you to come pick up this child because Mm -hmm. this child may not be a child anymore. They may be a memory Mm -hmm. because right now they're um, they're hitting some triggers that are, that is triggering me. Like, yeah, that is. So, but you know what though? So that brings me to ask the question. And I'm asking both 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 of y'all. This is this for both for the two of y'all. Um what? do you think well no, because it because you as a you as as a woman, right? It's a male and a female perspective is what I'm basically okay. getting to. Okay. But do you think it's easier or more accepted, I should say, for moms to want to take a break from their children versus dads? Can I can I go first? Yeah. I will yeah. say it's the way it is usually done um, is that dad usually is always taking a break. He, you know, if it, when it comes to it, the child is always going to the mother. The mother is usually making the sacrifice of doing the picking up and she's just usually always making a sacrifice of making sure things are together. 
So hence why when she needs a break or when she goes to get her nails done or when she's going with her friend's house, like literally me and a couple of my friends yesterday, half of them are moms and half of them are not. And it was just like, no, find a babysitter. Like, it doesn't matter. Whatever you need to do to find a babysitter, find a babysitter. Like, you have to get out of the house. You have to. Um, that's where your village and stuff really comes in. And it's more so apparent with moms because I will say for me, I really do see it with my friends. Hence why I will take my friends, like I will just take their kids and be like, oh, you're going to such and such. Go ahead. I got the kid because I can literally, I can see it with dad. I will say some, I, Mm -hmm. you know, this is what I have seen, you know, dad only, you know, dad's on the weekends. So you're getting Mm -hmm. a break from what you have been, you literally have them for two days. Mm-hmm. I have them for five straight days. You have them for two. So what is the break? Your your break is during the week. And it's almost as mm-hmm. if, you know, I hate to say it, you know, you're watching your kid on the weekend. That is not what I believe. Let me just go ahead and say that um, now. And I don't believe that literally two days a week is enough. More so than anything, I know, um, you know, people who have it where it's literally split custody during the week. Like I think it's Thursday to like Tuesday and then two, like that is literally how they do it, which to me makes better sense because then you're really, you really are co-parenting. You really are, you know, we're communicating, we're getting schedules together. We're on, uh, we're really doing this co-parenting thing for our kid because yeah I may not like you but to sit up here and have the kid five days a week and then talk about on the weekend well I need a break a break from what we all need breaks like don't okay don't do that so that would be um the peanuts gallery two cents that's the peanuts gallery that's the peanut gallery two cents Jim okay. just patiently waiting for my. Right, I was like, I, I already know. I was like, she was way too quiet. I was like, can't go, Jim. I was just waiting for my. I was like, he was way too quiet. All right, come on with it, G. Well, this is this is how I see it. So I'm gonna come at this from two perspectives, but Miss Vaughn, I'm gonna start with yours. Um, let's say it is a five-two split. Let's say the mom has a kid five days a week. And the father has the kid on the weekend, which is only two days. So it, it, it really comes down to how you. So first of all, let me answer the question. I think it is more socially acceptable with mothers. And I'm going to tell you why. If you have a five two split. That mom's life is actually what she's taking a break from. It's not the, It's not necessarily the kids that she's taking a break from. It's mm-hmm. the life. She's not doing laundry when the kids are not around. She's not, you know, She when she's taking a break, she's taking a break from everything that she normally does during that period while she has the kids. Mm-hmm. So when the father has the kids on those two days, what we don't look at is the intangible and exterior actions of the father necessary in order to be able to finance the life of the child. And we don't look at the father 
as needing the same break time and break period. That father, that Monday through Friday that the mother has the kids, that father ha- is, is going to work. He's doing this. He's doing that to try to make sure that those kids are good to go on those two days. So first of all, I want to say there's nothing wrong for either parent, no matter what your responsibility is, right. to recognize right. that you need a break right. because right. a mentally well parent is a good parent. Amen right. to that. Now I'm going to tell you why I think it, it, it is socially acceptable because the view of the father on a societal um, basis is that fatherhood isn't as necessary so they don't understand the the work that it takes for a father to actually have, like take a five and two, take a woman who has her child five days a week and the person who has their child two days a week. Who do you think needs to work harder to bond with their kid? The person that has them for two days a week or the person that has them every day? That father has to work very, 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 very hard in order to be on the same viewed at the same playing field because of situations like custody. And then you got these throwback courts with these judges who think that the you child is always They are throwback courts. And let me tell you why I call them throwback courts. Because okay. the same person that says that the child, the same person that came up with the idea and the ideology that the child is best served with the mother is the same person that came up with the ideology that women were better barefoot and pregnant in the kitchen. It's the same person that came up. Those ideologies came around the same we, time. So we, we can't that. treat them like salad right. bars. We can't take the ones that we like to say, yeah. well, yeah. the child is I mean, best served yeah. with the mother. That's and then the same person right. that gave it us is. this, we can't do that. We can't do that. So I think because of these throwback courts and they, and they look at it as, I literally went to court and watched my boy when he was going through his divorce, fight for custody. The kids was with him 80% of the time. He was paying for school. He was paying for childcare. He was paying for their clothes. He was paying for their food. And the judge was trying to find a reason to give custody to the mother. She was trying to, she, he literally had to come back to court over a year before they finally, she had screwed up enough to where they were finally able to say, okay, you get custody of the kids. This is what fathers deal with in the court system. Mm-hmm. So, right. so, so think of how much work it takes. And I don't think a lot of people in society do how much work it takes to be a father. Mother's Day, they start advertising it in April, pretty much. Yeah. Father's Day, we get, we get a day and a half of commercials. So we have to work harder to be seen at the same playing field. So I think it is more acceptable for society to look at a woman and say, yes, you need a break. Because we recognize what you do for the children as valuable. What they don't do is look at fatherhood and say, but we're telling you to go out and work. We're telling you to earn money. We're telling you mm-hmm. to do all of these things because this is how we're telling we're supposed to see you. But we don't see it as straining enough and, and something that is going to affect your possibly your resiliency enough to look at you and say you need a break too because technically speaking what's being stated is that oh we're simply doing what we're supposed to be doing that's what we're told to do in that right so so and the reason why why i pose that question is is because again to 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 that point um 
what we what we look at and and when we talk about when we talk about the custody aspect right is the fact that the power is really in the mother's hands always is if you really wanted a true break then be then then set your situation up to where it is equal it goes back to when we had the conversation about when, when it comes to the factor of even child support, right? Child support enforcement will, will force you to basically, they'll force you to pay, right? And the, and the pay and the, what you pay is based on the amount of time that you have with the child. You know, it's just a complete setup. It's based on the amount of time that you have with the child. The court basically says, hey, we're going to give you so-and-so. If you really wanted it, even from a mother's perspective, then you have the power in that moment to say, well, hey, you know what? Mm-mm. I, I understand getting the money. Right. But what I need is for this to be a split time. Mothers have a tendency to look at the at the price tag. Right. The more some, time I get with the child, some, some, some. OK, I'll go ahead and say some. The more time I get with my child, the more he's going to have to pay the more money I get into the account. So that's why I always sit and I say, okay, when we start having the conversation about child support, let's really have, let's really have a real conversation because guess what? All of that really ain't going towards supporting the child. Because the child literally in, in those when, when they're when they're younger, some and cases. I know we've in some, some cases, in so okay, fine. I will say in some cases, however, the 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 fact that it is indeed the whole setup. So when we go back to thinking or the whole aspect of the DNA aspect and your children now starting to sit here and sound like the other person. Yeah, of course I'm going to sound like, I'm going to sound like my mom because I spend 80% of my time time over there. You know? And, and let me just, let me just Uh throw this out there so you can see how big of a setup this is. Do you realize that child support, is the only civil offense in this country that you can be criminally prosecuted for, jailed for, but not afforded legal representation under the Constitution. Did you know that? Because it is a civil case, they do not have to give you, you do not have the right to an attorney. You do not have that right. So if you take a person, now think about who we're talking about. People who are in child support court don't have the money if they're there at that point. And so what you do is you put them through a criminal proceeding without legal representation with the possibility of locking them up. And five years ago, I did a paper on this. 82% are men. So that shows you the value of how they look at Let's see if we can make a fair playing field for fathers and mothers. But okay, so wait a minute. I will say this though. In that defense, it's usually about who goes and files first. So it's not like there is represent, there is now, I will say, even for a mother, there's not representation for her. Like Again, even if I'm going after, there is no representation for either side. So when you're going out mm-hmm. there, you're literally going out there on your own. Now, 
give or take. Now, again, because of the way things have, you know, yes, historically, it has always been the men who've been going to jail and all of that other stuff. But there's also women who have also gone to jail. Like, that is something I used to work in. So it is, I've seen where women have gone to jail because they have not paid their support and stuff like that. Whether, you know, it wasn't necessarily she was going to, you know, the kid was living with the dad. The kid was like living with like maybe the grandmother or the aunt or somebody like that. But she's still liable for that. I'm mm-hmm. saying all that to say is that, yes, we can say like, I just want us to make sure that we're saying some and these are certain scenarios because I do not want us to get where it's just like women always have all of this power and all like as Fleming said I do believe that if for a woman if you really want to literally you know get a break and stuff like that it's going to it's about releasing some of the um I don't want to say control. Let go, but it, let go of the power. No, call it what it is. Releasing let, let, let some go, of the control. Release the control. Come on. Like, let's call it what it is. Stop That's being what con- it is. Stop being control freaks. Let that shit go. But you know what? It's, it's hard so, to do that. But it's hard yeah. to do that when it is that I'm still pissed at you. But it's not even I'm still always mad. I'm still mad. Hold on. Let's not always say that. That's not it. Like, if you, if I cannot, that is, it's the thing about trust and it's just like it's the understanding of if I'm seeing you interact with the child and you're not you're mm-hmm. not doing I'm not even saying you're doing it in the best of my ability but you're not making decisions in the best for our child how am I going to be okay with you doing but the decision but again but again he but again you have to understand right the viewpoint is one. Okay, let's not say that it's piss. Let's just let it's not it's not pissivity. Let's, let's it may not even be anger, right? But it but it still boils down to control. Why? Because you're not taking care of our child the way that I think you should be taking care of our child. You're not doing what it is that I think that you should should be doing. You're not doing. You know what I'm saying? So then it becomes a thing of where it's like, okay, well, if you're not going to do it the way I want you to do it, then now I'm going to so go ahead and take this control back. I'm going to. And I have the right. I have the right word for it. It's not pissed. It's not even control. What it is, which is, might piss some people off, but it's a word called privilege. Mm. Every person oh, may not exploit. <laughs> listen, every person may not allow themselves to exploit the privilege and they might do things the right way. It doesn't mean that the privilege is not there on their side at their benefit. Mm-hmm. The courts are set up to be tailored towards making sure the mother has what she needs to have. That's that's the primary focus. Now, she might choose to say, no, that's not cool. I want to split time with this person. But the courts, and I, like I said, I've seen it with my own eyes. A man with a great job has the kids 80% of the time paying for everything. And I'm sitting there in a suit in the audience getting thrown out, about to get in contempt of court because I could not believe that the judge was trying to find a way to give these kids to his mother, and and when the kids say they didn't want to live with the mother, he just upped the child support. So I, it is hard for me being to watch the system, and then you you see how it is expressed and not realize 
that there is a privilege that exists when it comes to motherhood. There is a privilege there that exists. And you know, and 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 thank you for that. I, I'm a, I'm gonna say that that is that is probably the best word to 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 put with that. Um, because it is, and, and and again, it's like when you know, it's like white folks. Let's call it what it is, right? You know, I was in I was in Costco one time, and you know how when you leave in Costco, you stay in the line because they got to check your stuff, check your receipt, make sure that everything right. that you bought is right. Like when I tell you, this lady literally bypassed, and it was two lines. This like this white lady literally walked went in between. Every no, went between both lines bypassed everyone in a oh, minute wow. and, and like literally stood in the front and a dude sat there and looked and and literally looked at, at, at her receipt and she bounced. You know? It's like, dude, wait wait a minute. We got a whole entire line back here, but because they operate in this kind of, with, with Kato, it's kind of this crowded uh, effect, right? Like, so you, you know, you it, it could be one line, but you know what? It's crowded in that line, so I'm going to form this other line, and because I'm standing here, you know, service-wise, you're going you're gonna to serve me, you know? That's a, that's a, like you said, that's a privilege when it is that I come into court, and I know for the most part that the odds are in my favor. Exactly. Exactly. So, so, so when I come into it, right, and and again, it goes back to the conversation that, that we had with the, the episode. So with Jr. Right, and the fact that as as men, you can't bring your emotions into court. You can't. You can't. You cannot bring so you your emotions stable. into court yeah. because because it's because you're now you're now being looked at as like oh well, okay well he's 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 exhibiting X Y and Z behavior. You know, I don't think that behavior would be in the best interest of being being around the children. You she know. can cry and cuss you out, though. <laughs> no, not no, 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 not necessarily. No, so, so, I will say, I will say, are, I will say, even, in even some now, states, like there, in some even states, women cannot. I will say, they yeah, don't do I will any say, emotions. Like, right, it's like right. anytime there is an emotion, then she will be held in contempt. Like, no matter how, like you know, cussing and the screaming, but it's a lot of judges. But, they don't want to hear none of that. And they and they don't in certain in certain states. But here's the thing: it's almost like it's almost like uh, when you're playing video games, right? You know, when when you when you get hit with a particular punch, it don't take as much power, right? She's like, I've been playing Mortal Kombat with the kiddo recently, so you know, so I'm on this whole 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 kick, right? But it's like mm-hmm. you know, when you hit certain combos, right? It don't take as much power, you know, just if I just punch you, you know, it don't take as much power. So, again, with that privilege, right, with that privilege, I might exert a little bit of attitude, but I'm still entitled to that privilege. So the impact is not as major as if a father does it because we don't get that. We, we don't get that privilege, you know. So we we, we hit a punch. They hitting us with the all you all you can get, so you know, yeah. Because they start the game on they start the game on full power, right? They already maxed out, ready to hit you, right? So there's that piece. Moving on. There we go. There we go. Moving on, but no. So so like with the um, with the kids, man. You ever had 
and and I think I think Vaughn, even you could probably talk to this one even with, with, with your nephew, right? But you ever have have your kids say something? And you know, like, like, it, you know, like, you know, the difference between their voice versus what it is that they may have picked up in a conversation. Mm-hmm. How do y'all handle that? Mm-hmm. Like, so when, because like, I mean, <laughs> by the, yeah, look the looks on y'all faces, we <laughs> look here. <laughs> clearly it's a countdown moment or something that <laughs> Look, I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna let G go first on now. <laughs> okay, well, again, if y'all need to take a break because the way both of y'all faces look right now, man, look, I'm telling you, it is a juggling act, and I don't juggle. Oh, okay. it is a juggling okay. act because you don't want to discourage a person's voice or discourage the connection you have with them to where they felt comfortable enough to say something to you, even though what they're saying to you is getting on your nerves. Facts. You don't want to disturb that. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you might be sitting there like, you know, I can't and believe listen. you just said this shit. <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. <laughs> here's, here's where I will definitely give credit to women without a doubt, because they are able to express that sometimes in a way with the child to where the child understands that's just mama's reaction. Mm-hmm. So when, when she's able to be like, boy, you just like your daddy. And the kid is not devastated by that comment, but mm-hmm. the kid knows this means I am getting on mom's nerves. Sure. Right. Mm-hmm. Very much. So. Now with us, if we say, okay, you, you acting like your mama right now. Right. And because this stressing us out, that is harder because it is a more taboo statement because we don't associate when we say someone is like their mother, we would never think anything negative. But no, no, no. So I will I will disagree on that one. It depends okay. on even even with the mother, sometimes it depends on how it's being said. And then also True. the relationship that the child has with. with the parent. Like, I know mm-hmm. even for, I will say, even when my mother used to be like, or when my mother said, oh, you're acting just like your dad, I will automatically get defensive because I know what she means. She means that in, you know, sometimes she'll mean that in a negative way. And she was like, oh no, can't say nothing about your dad. You're going to take up for your dad. And it's just like, I'm not taking up for my dad. I just know how you're meaning that and the way in which you are presenting that is hitting his ear wrong. So, of course, like, and I tell, and even when my dad, you know, he was like, oh, you know, you acting like your mom. I, I, I. Watch that. Because, again, you're projecting something. I don't like it. And the way you're, the way you are presenting it to me, again, my ear is not liking the way it's receiving. Like, at all. So with that, so with that, you've, you've mastered your balance. Yeah. In that. I'm sure. Right. I'm sure. Right. Right. But 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 the reality is, is that you mastered that balance between between your parents mm-hmm. and, and realizing how it is, how it is that they are. I've had to do the same thing with my parents. But I also understand what G is saying, because the re, because you have situations where where for some kids, 
depending on what dad has done or what mom has done, mm-hmm. mom is up on the pedestal, mm-hmm. right? This week again, is mom, mom is the, on the pedestal. Mm-hmm. Right, right. But but even going back to the fact that we only see dad two days, two days a week. You know what I'm saying? And but then it, in five days, and you so, might have heard it, it, so, but again, it, exactly. it on that. But it depends on that relationship because even if, you know, imagine even in that relationship, even if daddy's only getting two days, this kid is still... Dad is still the greatest thing that's to slice bread. Like, still, no matter what mom is doing, no matter, yeah. he, could daddy be, could is be, still the greatest be. thing. Well, but I'm going to tell you, but, but honestly, and, 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 and so here's the thing. Here's the thing with that. And, and again, going back, back to, to, to the whole two days, because I was, I was a two, two day, two day guy. Well, most days within the week, but for the most part, every other weekend, right? But we get the great stamp because, when we got the kid on Friday, we had a bunch of stuff that was lined up. We didn't took him to the movies. Mm-hmm. We didn't took him to go do this. We've had an eventful, we've had a fun weekend. Kid hasn't seen, you know what I'm saying? So right now, yeah, dad is good when when it is that, that, that we're just out having fun. The minute you see the side of dad where it becomes a disciplinary or I'm trying to, and I'm but trying to sit there and instill something, but it, it 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 can be, but but really, y'all don't it's, really it's, say it's that. Much, it's not it's the very same thing so, with mom. Like say, like no, it's it's not. Come on, it's y'all not because it's not. It's not. No, seriously, it's it's not. It, or already, you know what? Here's what I will say. Here's what I will say. It's not. It's not necessarily always moms. It's all. It's whoever gets the most time, because the kid has seen that parent go through all of their stages. So even if, even if the parent who's got the most time, I'll, I'll stop referring to them being like, you know, moms, for instance, we're talking about co-parenting, whichever parent has the most time, I've seen my parent go through these stages. So I know now that when mom or dad is thinking, acting this way, it's because of dot, dot, dot. Like with my mom, when I was younger, I knew that I knew all those times when it is that she had a bad day because she'd come home and now whatever I've done that might have been minimal, right? Or or, or small in 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 in, in action is now right. But 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 again, here, here's the thing, because I've done it before and I've seen it in different stages. So if I if I didn't clean and it was just like, well, hey, just make sure you go clean, clean, clean up the kid dishes like you're supposed to. Okay, cool. That's a, that may be a Monday, right? Let's say she had a bad day on a Tuesday, right? And she come in and it's like, like she couldn't say what she wanted to say at work. And because I didn't clean up the dishes, that's true. Now, I didn't got, now, I'm now, getting everything. Now I'm getting everything, everything yeah. which is at all of that, that's right? That's so, so, so as a kid, but, but again, but then you see the difference between Wednesday and Thursday, right? Because mom's back to being normal on from, from how she was on Monday. So kids understand, and I can tell parents all the time, we get into a routine and kids learn our routine. So they know how to deal with with us, you know. So when it comes to the factor of whichever parent has the shorter time frame, right? They haven't really learned that 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 routine because this weekend I got you know Friday I get you on Friday and today was payday. So the experience that we have in this weekend is going to be totally different from you know when it is I get you the next time. You know, might 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 be be the time where it is that I had to pay pay X amount amount of bills and we just had the house chilling. You know. 
And then you see that disciplinary inside of dad and it's just like, or the other parent. And it's just like, oh shit, wait a minute. This is, this is new. They ain't never acted like that. So let me just say something. As a person who grew up, you know, especially with that time when my parents were separated, I would honestly say that for me and I, even as a kid, I always appreciated it more when we did the whole spending time together. Like I say all the time, we were broke, we were poor. Like it was manageable, but I did, I appreciated the times that, you know, it was creative in what we did. So, you know, we were going to the museums. Most museums are free. We will do like, we will have picnics. Like I hate, even though I hate it outside, we were always doing something outside. I can get that. You know, it was, you know, we were going to the, you know, my dad literally used to take us to the library. Like, no, literally. And we used to have to go pick up books and things like that. And it's just like, I don't want to read this. But I, all of those times, I appreciated that so much more than us constantly like, okay, let's go out. Let's do something. Let's spend some money. Like, I'm just saying that more so just to say that the quality time that for kids, I will say it is more so their love language. A lot of them is quality time. I don't care how I spend it with you. I want your quality time, but the way I want your quality time is with your undivided attention. And Mm -hmm. when you're actually being creative with your activities and things of that nature, I'm getting your undivided attention. As much as I want to go to no damn library, like who the hell wants to go to the library? And we used to have to do book reports and shit, like literally book reports in the summertime. Like again, But that's where, you know, my thing of Alex Haley came in and, um, you know, reading the biography of Malcolm X. Like, again, my dad had us doing all of that crazy stuff. Thought it was the most dumbest shit on earth in the beginning. Mm -hmm. However, of course, later on now, like that shit was genius. And again, it was all because we was broke. Like we had no money. Right. So, but he was I, I, doing, he was making the most out of his time with his girls. So, right. I'm sorry, G, go ahead. I, I, no, I was just going to just add and kind of hit both of y'all points. I think the way that result will happen is a lot based on what the child actually decides. I've seen mm-hmm. kids, I know adults that are my age that haven't seen their dad in 30 years. Mm-hmm. And if their dad was to pick up today, just like he did when they were 14 and say, hey, I'm going to come see you. I'm going to come pick mm-hmm. you up. They get all excited. Mm-hmm. They get all happy. And they haven't seen this man in 30 mm-hmm. years because that person decided as a child that the way they were going to see their father was the way they were going to see him. Mm-hmm. It didn't matter. So I think it, it's important to know when you look at your relationship with your kid, to be able to recognize when they've made a choice. Because like with my daughter, I understand there are parts of our relationship that are the exception to the rule Mm -hmm. and not the rule. Like my dad died when I was eight years old, yet I hold my dad on a huge pedestal. Well, what I found out is that's not the norm. Most kids who lose their father at eight have some sort of separated, they're not as connected Mm -hmm. to that parent as I am, because I made a choice. Mm-hmm. And it's important to recognize that, okay, these things are not just working because of what I'm doing or because of how much time I have, but I'm recognizing that the child has made a choice 
and a commitment to making this part of the relationship work. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's important too, because sometimes we'll look at our interaction. Like I said, there are parts of my interaction. I know that if my daughter has something very serious to talk about, that she really probably doesn't want to talk to anybody about, I'm probably highly likely to be the person that she talks to. Mm -hmm. That's not really the norm all the time, especially with a daughter and father. It's not the norm. So I I understand that. And I don't expect that from another father and his daughter mm-hmm. for them to have that same kind mm-hmm. of connectivity. Right. The only thing I can do is talk to that father and say, hey, this is what I'm doing on this. Mm-hmm. End. And I think that's kind of like what we're talking about. Like mm-hmm. with, there are certain parts of my daughter's personality that she doesn't get from me that work for us Mm -hmm. she doesn't get it from me but that works for us and that's cool but there are other parts of the personality that she does not get from me that That does not work does does not work work. (laughs) does not work you know what i'm saying but you gotta take the bitter with the sweet i have to understand that the good sides that make me want to connect to you come with the bad sides the same way as a father you want your kids to kind of have that understanding because if they do get less time with you they don't get to see all your stages so they have less of an understanding of you and they don't realize that i do have to take the good with the bad when it comes to dad because they missed all of that with with or like chris said with whoever has the most time that person is more than likely to get more, gain more understanding from their children. So. But I also, I believe that kids are extremely understand because more so than anything, kids react to their environment and kids feed off of energy. I don't care what it is, what you, kids feed off of energy. So it is, um, there has been times where, you know, I mean, all parents have had like, okay, I'm going to promise you such and such. We're going to do this. And it's just uh-huh. like, okay, well, you know, the time is coming up for us to do this. And it's nothing worse than the parent, quote unquote, acting like they forgot and then not doing it, not even acknowledging that. To me, that's worse. To have a conversation like, hey, yeah, you know, I know I promised such and such, but such and such came up. Like, you know, I don't have it or you know, usually most kids be like, oh, that's okay. I really kind of want us to do something else anyway. I know I've done that. And, you know, mm-hmm. but that that also, you know, I think for a parent, yes, you don't want to necessarily disappoint your kids. But then also as a kid, it also lets you know your parents can not only talk to you, but it's like a shared dialogue. Like, yes, I, at the end of the day, I'm a kid. And I understand that if we can't do it, we can't do it. I'm I'm not negating that. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying more so than anything is the fact of having a conversation. Like, understand how important having a conversation with your kid is. Because remember, at the end of the day, it can be something that reverse your kid is supposed to do. Or, you know, like when I say my nephew is supposed to do, I get on him all the time. Like, you don't just call me just because like you call me because, you know, you want something. You want me to approve something on your own on your phone. And he was just like, well, T.C. Mama, you don't always call me either. Now, I could have chin checked the shit out of him. Like I had all, you know, I paid a damn phone bill. 
you know, right. give or take. Like because that's your again, that's your automatic defense. But in looking at it, I don't. All, I it was a time I wasn't always calling him just because or just telling him like I love him or I'm proud of him. I didn't do that. So again, I'm I'm expecting something from you that I'm not giving. So it's just like, okay, I got to, you know, now, you know, we're still, we're still working on it. He still only calls me when he wants something, but then usually Mm -hmm. he'll butter me up and he'll be like, Hey, TC mom, I hope you're having a good day. What you want? What you want me to approve? Like the first thing I do is go to my family notifications and seeing what he wants or seeing if there's, you know, it's a bill, it's some extra charge on my Apple, uh, on my Apple account that, you know, he didn't slip up and bought. So it's just, mm-hmm. I, I get that, but I also understand that is the nature of our relationship. And more so than right. anything, I think even with parents, even when they take, you know, my nephew sometimes have the trait of my sister and this slowness. It is, I hate it. Like, you know, the non-concept of time. Whew. But then he also has um, he also has this um, particular like he likes to have things in order. It's a particular, you know, he needs to be presented a certain way. Things have to like align in a certain way. And my sister says that's his fault. Like that ain't no (laughs) that ain't no part to me. She can't stand that because it's just he becomes extremely rich like there is if he's doing other stuff it's just like no 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 but but that's but that's also that 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 dna piece because you can't certain aspects you just can't help you know it's gonna it's gonna show up you could you could spend no time with and there's still going to be aspects of your personality that are going to be that of the other parent, uh, regardless of of the lack, you know, how much time you didn't have, you know, regardless of how much time you had or didn't have. Because uh, I know for my aunt, like my aunt will will call me out on it every time, but sometimes when I'm sitting just doing something, I'll hum. Right. Or I'll just say like, mm, 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 mm. or when you're eating ice cream or when I'm eating ice cream, Well, not so much eating ice cream. Cause that's just, that's just me. Hush up. But she'll call me out on every time and she'll just look and be like, just like your father. And I'd be like, what? It's just, it, it's literally every time I'm making, cause he's the only other person that does that. And it's like, I'm so unaware of it. And never really thought about it and can't even really remember whether or not even seeing my dad doing that. But apparently it was something that we both do. Mm-hmm. So and it's just inherent, you know, that it's just, it's just there. And, and you know what? That the, the natural aspects are the easy aspects to, to not tolerate, but learn how to get along with. Right. Sometimes like I, like I view kids a little bit differently. I view kids and I compare them like Trump supporters. <laughs> really? Whoa, explain <laughs> that. Explain, yeah, explain. Yeah, Here's explain that. Okay. You look at the billions of people that showed up to vote for Trump. We never knew they were out there until Trump showed up, which means some of their behavior was taught. 
some of their behavior that they exhibit now was because of what they felt like they could get away with because of how they empowered they felt. So sometimes some of the behavior we look at, like I have to sometimes like sarcasm. Hey, I am who I am. So when my daughter's sarcastic or if she's sarcastic with her mom or she's sarcastic with elder members of her family and I'd be like, shit, that's my fault. Because she didn't get that from me, honestly. I taught it to her by repeatedly doing it in front of her over and over and over. And Come, on, Come on, self-accountability. Come on, self-accountability. Yes. I, I, I got to be honest. Yes. Self-accountability. Come on, sir. That's right. Yes. So we have to be careful because some of these behaviors, because there's sometimes that it is taught and you need to bring it to their attention so that they can recognize that they're not even living their natural potential because they are doing something that is just constantly repeated in front of them. So it's important to know the difference between what's natural sometimes and where you're like, like if you weren't like this six months ago and now all of a sudden you have this brand new behavior that is getting on my nerves, that is all too familiar, then I know it's being taught and we're going to have to talk about it. Right. We're going right. to have to right. because it's going to be a problem. But so it does, it does, that is going to be a problem. Yeah, but it does make you stop though because I know with the kiddo, because again, sarcasm, right? Like, like you can't be a part of this family dynamic and not, and not have sarcasm, right? It just, it just comes with it. And I've seen him exhibit it, I've seen him do it. When it comes to, I've seen him do it with his mom. Like he's done it with both of us in a room at the same time. He's done it to me directly, and I and I sit there and I look, and and while it is that I feel feel the urge to just really want to chin check him in that moment, I really have to take, like you said, I, I have to take accountability yeah. and be like, ah, okay. that's you. That, right. That's your. That is your. That is your thing that you can't. And it is. Like, so you can only it, be mad and, and it is. at yourself. I know. I can only be mad at myself. And it really makes me, and at the same time, I will say that as much as I want to chin check him, it may, it chin checks me mm-hmm. in That's the process. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because now I'm like, oh, okay. And so now it's the thing of where, hey, we're going to work on our sarcasm. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. there's a time. So, so like, I can't get mad at him and be like, Hey, don't be sarcastic. Like, no, it's like, no, this is a, this is a, don't be sarcastic. Like, 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 don't be like, sarcastic. Right. 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 I got it. Exactly. 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 So now it's the thing of where we have to sit there and be like, okay, well, Hey, we're going to work on that. Let's, let's, let's do better. You know? And so I find myself being, or trying to be less sarcastic in some right. scenarios, you know. That's what it's supposed to do. It, right, exactly. So now, that's so, 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 so that is, that's the learning piece. That's the learning piece, yeah. you know. And, and uh, you got to remember, you got to remember what you're actually looking at when you see this happen. You right. are literally looking at an immature carbon copy of, of you. That's exactly what they're looking at. Yeah, yeah. So, G, say that again. Say that again. I'm serious. You, you are looking at an imitation carbon copy of yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you, if you are sitting there and you see 
you know, a reaction from your kid to their parent that, and when you think about it, you're like, oh my God, when I was with you or when we were together or whatever, that's our thinking as a father, that's exactly what I would have did in that moment. Yeah. yeah. It's a reminder. It's kind of a slap in the face. It's kind of like, hey. Big old slap yeah, in the face. Big old like slap in the face. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't like watching it. So you got to do something about right. it. You know? Right. Right. Yeah, man, it's uh, Lord have mercy. There's no, you know, there's there is. It's you. You just have to take it in stride. You know, it's it's. Uh, I think that you know, getting back, you know, swinging back back to to, to the piece of of kids operating. You know how they start to really become themselves, and it's a mixture of them plus you plus the other parent. Right. Um, right. and, and with that, it's like when they get mad at you, you know, like when, like, like when, like, like I'm in the teenage years, you're in the young adult years, you know, I'm, I'm, I literally am like, you know, I, I kind of want to call Jay and be like, Nigga, you, you you didn't you didn't tell us about these teenage years, bro. We got it. Like I'm mad at you because <laughs> you didn't tell us about about this this time period, right? Uh, I can actually call D and cuss him out too. Um, but it's like you know when when they're mad, it's it's I can understand being mad and being mad at me how it is that I get mad. It's different when it is that you're being mad at me and it's coming in the form of how it is that the other parent would be mad at me about something. And that takes on a whole different wavelength and puts you in a place where it's just like. It's hard, but you got to think. Just like you're looking at a carbon copy of yourself, that's a carbon copy copy of them. them. Yep, yep. And so that person is reacting in a way that the natural side of them would have reacted in that situation. Right. And it sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there's, there's, there is. Okay, again, you know, with, with situations like that, it's never it's never a thing of where, and I want to for the for all the listeners, it's never a thing of where we have these conversations to really always present a solution because I don't really Absolutely think that there's not. a solution to it. You know, it's just it's just being more aware and letting you know that hey, it's not just you. You're, you're not right. alone. You're not alone in that. We all go through it. You know, um, and just coming to terms and figuring out what works best for you um, and really what it is that you want the, the, the outcome to, to be, you know, when it comes to your relationship with, with your with, with your child. Because, yeah, as much as you may not like it, um, they are going to exhibit behaviors of that other parent and you just got to deal with it. Yeah. You just got to deal with it. Pretty so, much. Yeah. Right, right. Well, we are nearing nearing our, our time, bro. Um, final right. thoughts? Final thoughts? Me? Yeah. Of course. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, let's see. I will. What I will say is a final thought is parents, whether you're the mother, father, um, hey, if you're the aunt, the godmother, it doesn't matter. 
remember this and moving forward when dealing with this situation when that child displays a behavior that is familiar and you know is contradictory to your personality. Remember that um, that security um, is encouraged by commitment. And because the commitment to the child is different, because when you were with that person, you were able to walk away, the commitment was different. With that child, you you locked in. You have no plans on going anywhere. And so even though they display those behaviors, because you are committed and because you are in for the lifetime long haul, it will breed more security. And hopefully you guys will be able to talk about these things so that you know when you're pushing each other's buttons before you push them and you got to cuss each other out. Hmm. I'll fight. Whole fight. Right, mm-hmm. right. Vaughn? Um, I think mine is, again, the one I said earlier. Um, just understanding that as, well, you know what, no. As G said, these children are little representations of sometimes the worst part of you. So the part mm-hmm. of you, you literally cannot stand of yourself, i.e., that's what you got. Because that's the way mm-hmm. God likes to bless us, is to give us versions of ourselves that we don't necessarily always like. So, you know, like a kid who like, oh, this kid is talking all the time. Like, all they do is talk, 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 talk. And you just got to sit there and look like, oh, this kid is bad. Like, they just don't listen to nobody. Hey, pot. Me kettle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, sometimes understand I mean, like you know, your pot mm-hmm. is meeting you. Like so, pot again, pot me kettle. So yeah, that, got it. That's my two cents. <laughs> got it. Got it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, no, that is. That'd be real life, is... like for real, for real life. Yeah. Yeah. No, it is. It is. It is. Well, hey, you know. Um, again, thank you, bro, for coming on. Thank y'all for having me again. I appreciate it. Always you a know. pleasure. Oh, indeed, indeed. Um, we excuse me, are uh, you just going to yeah. bypass you? you? Right. I was like, you just gonna bypass yours? Like we don't do that. So let's not even. I mean, start. I kind of let. Okay. I, I felt like I let. Just I go. felt like I let in with. I felt like I let in with a final thought, but um, let's see. Final thought. Um, yeah. Take it in stride. Don't let it stress you out. Um, the commitment is different, as G yeah. said. The commitment is different. Um, because when you get to a point and you are 70-something, 80-something, mm. you know, like you're going to hope, wish, and pray that the child comes around, helps you out. Wants takes to even time. be bothered with you. That's a real wants to even be right. Exactly. That's like a that's real a thing. that's a real thing. So so whatever whatever it is, recognize that the behavior that they are exhibiting is not that X. It's not the co parent. It is just them. You know, right. and at the same time, think about maybe what it is that you did in the course of that conversation or that interaction that caused that kid to react in that way, mm-hmm. similar to mm-hmm. 
your ex, mm-hmm. right? Or the other parent. Um, and, kids do yeah, have triggers yeah. as well. As yeah, adults. yeah, kids they, have do, they do. They do. They, they, they most definitely do. So, you know, work with them. Work with them when it is that they are triggered. triggered um, and do the work that you need to do to maybe not trigger them as, as much. So... And shake them when the cops not looking. Right. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this week's show. Be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at FathersShouldPod. You can also visit our website at www.fathersshould.org.